What up, what up, what up? It's your boy Will Smith with Red and Bold, and I'm your MTMV Sports Correspondent for your Kansas City Football Chiefs. What's good, everybody? I know it's been a minute. Um, Let's go ahead and talk about the Chiefs, of course. You know what I'm saying? Um, And, and you know, the, uh, the rankings have come out. Um, or, you know, different rankings from different uh, sports entities such as ESPN and NFL.com. And for the most part, of course, the Chiefs are always in the top seven. ESPN actually had them in the power rankings as number one. And there are a couple others that had them ranked as seven, you know, in the league. And and uh, even having sometimes even in the AFC West, you know, now in the AFC West, they're talking about the Chargers once again. And it's like every year, man. It's every year. Oh, this is the Chargers year. The Chargers are the best team in AFC West, and and for the last three years, they've been doing that, putting the Chargers ahead of the Chiefs, and then we go ahead and prove everybody wrong and win the AFC West again. It's like we're not getting our respect uh, as a team. We are, you know. what I'm saying. I mean, the Chargers had a a few good, you know, they had some few good pickups and they did get uh you know Nasir Adderley which I was hoping the Chiefs would have got but we got a very good safety ourselves in Juan Thornhill who is interchangeable and can play safety and corner so I I really like that but the Chiefs just aren't getting their due respect in the AFC West like yo um until you unseat us you know what I'm saying we are the the champs and and we have the best quarterback in the league you can make an argument and say maybe you know Tom Brady but Tom Brady had a better defense last year than the Chiefs did. Everybody knows what our defense was like last year. And if we had had any semblance of uh, good secondary and good corners, you know what I'm saying? And um, the Chiefs definitely would have went to the Super Bowl, though the the Patriots were uh, beneficiaries of some, you know, some some calls by the referees and just some. Seems like they always benefit from just calls going their way. But let's not focus on that. Let's focus on the team now. We have a new new defensive coordinator. They've gotten rid of Bob Sutton, which was huge. He should have been gone last year. It's probably one year too late. But we got Steve Spagnuolo, a very good defensive coordinator, aggressive guy that likes to be aggressive and do, do a lot of blitz packages, uh, switching to a 4-3 defense, which probably plays better to uh, Anthony Hitchens' strengths. And so um, the Chiefs have a lot going for them, and I think we'll definitely be a better defense overall than than last year. I don't think we can get any worse <laughs> than what we were last year, being a 31st-ranked defense. And so um, one of the big things I really believe about the Chiefs is that we'll be better against a run. And I've, you know, I've said that probably like each year in the last two years, but I really like feel like. Yo, this D-line, this D-line is going to make a difference. And just because of the guys that the Chiefs have added to the defense, like uh, Alex Okafor, who's very good against the run on the edge, like um, Emmanuel Agba, um, who may not even start, but he's good, definitely good depth. And then you got Frank Clark, who's, they say he's like, some people are like, well, why, we, why didn't we just pay D-4 since he's, you know, similar guy, edge rusher and everything. Well, Frank Clark is actually better, at least to me, watching the footage than D4. See, D4 is kind of a liability against the run. Um, his specialty, he does do well at rushing the passer, but Frank Clark does very good at both. 
and he's a force to be reckoned with. There are times I see him break double through double teams. You know what I'm saying? And so Frank Clark is a beast. Um, and so I definitely think he fits this style of defense. Um, and like I said, overall, he's a better defensive player than D Ford. He's better against the run. The Chiefs are going to be better against the run this year. From what I've seen and then the additions that we have made, we're going to be better against the run. We got Kalen Saunders. We drafted, I don't know if it's pronounced Kalen or Colin, but the way it's spelled to me, it looks like Kalen because it's K-H-A-L-E-N. But, you know, Mr. Saunders. Well, we can't put the Mr. on there until he start playing. We see what he do. But he looks to be a good ad. And then you still have Derek Noddy in the middle. And then we still have Breland Speaks who showed some flashes when um uh, D. Ford uh, was out or Justin Houston. I can't remember one of them, but, but he showed some flashes, you know? And so, um, defensively, we have some guys, especially along that defensive line, cause it really starts in the trenches. If those guys can, you know, um, uh, demand attention on the D line, then that kind of frees up, uh, the linebackers, uh, for Anthony Hitchens. And then people are forgetting about Dorian O'Daniel and he ended up getting injured towards the end of the season. But Dorian O'Daniel was looking good. He's had some flashes and then, People are forgetting about Armani Watts, though we did draft Thornhill. I think we have so many, we have a lot better defensive players than we did last year. And I think what it does allow for is allow Steve Spagnuolo to kind of change up, um, to um, have a very diverse defense, uh, to interchange guys and just be, um, creative with the defense you know what i'm saying it allows him to do more things and be more flexible with the defense and so you could let's say you have a healthy armani watts and you still and you have tyron matthew so essentially what you could do is you put armani watts back there and say free safety and have tyron matthew up and then you can have thornhill out there um at corner also he can play the corner position you know what I'm saying then you can switch it up and put thornhill back in safety and then have and still have Tyron out there. And then, man, people are kind of down on and talk about our our corners. I think we're deep at safety. I think we're very good at the safety position. Um, I'm not so much. Um, I'm not so much concerned about our DB, our DBs, defensive backs in our corner, our corner position. Um. But it would be good to get, if we were able to make a trade and get one more, like um, Xavier Rhodes, who um, is believed that he possibly could be a cap casualty. You know what I'm saying? That he could possibly, they could possibly let him go or be looking to trade him. As far as he plays for the Vikings, Xavier Rhodes. Uh, but he's a corner that the Chiefs could possibly obtain or maybe the Chiefs could make a trade for Patrick Peterson because we have quite a bit of money left under the cap about 16 million and then we'll get another 9 million after June 1st because of the Eric Berry of releasing Eric Berry. So that'll give us um, about 25 mil and of course they're going to sign Chris Jones so that he's looking to get a big contract. So that plays a part in it too. Um but I think we're looking good defensively, man. I definitely believe we're going to be a much better defense than last year. I think this defense is going to play with some attitude and I also like the addition of Bashad Breeland. I think he's undervalued. Um, he wasn't all the way healthy last year with Green Bay. 
He said that he feels um, that he's healthy now, and he's also going to get a full uh, training camp, which he didn't get with the Packers. You know what I'm saying? So he's going to have a full offseason training camp, getting the playbook, learn the, and everybody's learning at the same pace because this is a new defense. So everybody's going to be like kind of helping each other out. And, and I think once this, once his defense gets its chemistry and, and starts playing together, and just with the attitude and the swag that I believe that the Chiefs defense will have, man, it's going to be a problem. Now, it may start off a little. The first uh, three or four games may not uh, start off as good as we like, but I think they'll do well. And I think as the season progressive, they're going to become one of the better or even one of the best defenses in the league. Just because of the mentality that they have, the Tyron Matthews mentality, um, and his leadership, just the guys that we have, Frank Clark, um, love his attitude, Chris Jones, love his attitude, and just um, the leadership that they'll have on defense with having, because last year they had Eric Berry as a leader, but he was on the sideline for most of the season, so he was still able to lead, but not as much as he would have been able to with his play and being on the field, you know what I'm saying? So... Our defense is going to be much better. Now, if you look on the offensive side of the ball, okay, the question is, okay, are we going to have Tyreek for 12 games, 10 games? Like, what is his suspension going to be with the situation that he's going through now? We know the league is going to put down some, even if he's not charged or convicted, you know what I'm saying? They're still going to suspend him for conduct detrimental to the league. And then, you know, you have the issue of him, you know, something – must have happened, or we don't know. But he doesn't have his son in his custody right now, so that's the whole issue. So the league's going to put down some type of suspension. The question is just how long is it going to be? I believe Tyreek Hill is going to be a Kansas City Chief. So offensively, let's look at you know, having Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. still have that mainstay, those core group of guys, um, which was the top offense of the league last year. Then you add a Nicole Hardman, you know. And that's going to be real beastie when you have Tyreek and Nicole on the field at the same time. And then you still have Demarcus Robinson. And then a guy that I believe uh, I think should break um, the roster and make it on uh, as a starter. Well, not a starter, but just um, make the roster, the 53-man roster, Byron Pringle. I like him a lot. He looked good last year. I think he may have ended up getting injured. And I know he went to practice squad, but I like Byron Pringle. That's a a big guy with speed, man. I'm telling you, oh, uh, imagine him with my homes. So, she got Byron Pringle. I like the guy um, that the Chiefs drafted. Um, not drafted, but there are some undrafted free agents that the Chiefs got that I really like, like Felton Davis out of Michigan State, and he's injured right now. But he looked good as far as, you know, when I watch his highlights and his film, he looks like a, a very good receiver. He was like one of those go-to guys at Michigan State. I also like um, the guy. There's a guy that she's uh, another undrafted free agent that the Chiefs signed to a contract that they really wanted. Uh, Jamal Custis out of Syracuse. This guy, he's like six four, six foot five, and I believe he he's a possible um, player that the Chiefs could change over to a tight end. 
he has that, but he's a little small as far as, you know, um, he needs to put some weight on and get a little bulkier. But I it, I think he would be a, a great tight end. He's like 6'4", 6'5". He, he has some speed, but it's not like ridiculous speed. He was more of a like a jump ball possession guy with good hands, you know what I'm saying, at Syracuse and, and making plays. But um, he may have some deceptive speed, you know what I'm saying? So if they were able to convert him to a tight end, get some weight up on him, I think they could keep him on the roster and not take up a receiver spot because he's a, he was a undrafted free agent receiver, wide receiver out of Syracuse. But I think they're able to convert him to tight end, man. And then have him and Kelsey on the field in a double tight end says, man, I'm telling you, yo, the Chiefs offense has the potential to be even better than they were last year. And I'm, I know that's saying a lot, but because they were like the third ranked offense in NFL history, you know what I'm saying? Like 50 touchdowns over 5,000 yards from Patrick Mahomes. And he may not throw for, he may not throw for 50, but I ain't, I ain't going to say he, he could throw for 52. You know what I'm saying? Anything is possible with Patrick Mahomes. He could throw 40. He could throw another 50. We don't know. But I do know that this offense has the potential to be even better than they were last year. And one reason I say that is like, you know, those teams have a full season um, of watching the Chiefs offense. Andy Reid always comes up with new plays. And he has a new toy in McCole Hartman. So if you can imagine him writing up plays or drawing up plays for McCole Hartman and a Tyree Kill on the field and a Sammy Watkins and a Travis Kelsey, you know what I'm saying? And a Demarcus Robinson. And then you have backs. You have running backs that can catch out of the backfield like a Damian Williams and a Carlos Hyde. And then you drafted a, a Darwin Thompson. And then you still have Darrell Williams from LSU. The, the running back, oh, my goodness. It's like I'm hoping they could keep five or six running backs. Well, it would be five, but you still have Anthony Sherman at fullback. Um, but they could keep, man. I love the running backs because there's a running back that went undrafted <clears throat> that the Chiefs signed out of free agency, um, undrafted free agent, uh, James Williams. Um, I believe he is out of Washington State. And I think he looks just as good or even better than Darwin Thompson, and Darwin Thompson looks good. And so they have some running backs. I'm not concerned about the running back position. Um, you know, saying a lot of people are like, oh, man, we don't have Kareem Hyde. But Damian Williams filled in nicely. You know what I'm saying? And I like his shiftiness and his speed. He was faster than Kareem. He's not as big but and, and broke tackles like Kareem. But, you know, I like Damian Williams. But we definitely have some running backs on the roster, where, man, where we can just switch guys out and, and keep rolling. So this offense has potential to be even better this upcoming season, yo. And so I'm excited, man. Like we have, I think we have a better overall team than we did last year. Um, of course, it's it sucked to me at first. I thought that we would keep D Ford or Justin Houston. I thought we would keep one of those guys, but I understand why they why they let them go or why they traded D Ford and let Justin Houston go. I understand, and I think we have we'll have a better overall defense versus just having a few guys that can make plays. I think we have guys that can make plays all over the field. And so our future looks very bright as the Chiefs and I think that a Super Bowl is definitely possible. I think I think that I know that that's the Chiefs goal is to 
go to Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl this upcoming 2019-2020 season. And we all know we were one play, either one coin toss or, you know, one offside penalty away from going to the Super Bowl because we had the game locked up and your boy D Ford, yeah. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, um future looks bright. And so, um and who else? And so yeah, back to this whole little charges thing, and then your boy Keenan Allen was talking junk. And um I think it was on NFL Good Morning Football. I think Kyle Brandt said that um Keenan Allen only had one touchdown or zero touchdowns against the Chiefs in the last 10 games or something like that. And I'm like, and for me, it's like, yo, man, how you talking junk in the, about the DBs when the DBs we have now are better than the DBs we had last year? You know what I'm saying? We have a few of the same. You know what I'm saying? You played against Orlando Scandrick last year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's Steven Nelson last year. And I think Bashad Breeland is an upgrade from Steven Nelson. Steven Nelson grabbed too much for me. Man. You know what I'm saying? It's too grabby. But mm-hmm. so you talking about our DBs, but y'all didn't beat the DBs that we had last year. And then even in the game that y'all won, it was so much confusion with Ryan Parker. We don't have him, you know, don't have Ryan Parker anymore. Don't have Orlando Scandrick on where the Chargers scored that two-point conversion at the end and won the game. You know what I'm saying? You had some guys that just didn't know what they was doing and and blew a play. So y'all barely won that game. And that's one out of the last, what's, uh, y'all like one in five in the last three years against the Chiefs, so... Bruh, I'm gonna need y'all to win the game first. <laughs> I'm gonna need y'all to or, or win that try winning the AFC West because y'all have lost the last three years where y'all supposed to be the best. So that's what I gotta say, Keenan Allen. Anyway, brother, yeah, you a good receiver, but y'all gone, bro. <laughs> go out. I don't know how catch me talking junk, bro. You go look at the stats. You ain't scored no touchdowns. So 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 what's okay? So. I kind of like it, though, because now now we're going to be fired up. Tyron Matthew, you know what I'm saying? He kind of spoke to it, but he's going to remember that. And they probably going to probably gonna get laid out. They're going to hit him hard. They're going to hit him in the mouth. I'm telling you that much. Keenan Allen better watch out. Because he's talking some junk. Okay. You, you got to play the game. You, it's, it's one thing to talk, but you still got to play the game. So I'll be looking forward to that matchup between the Chiefs and the Chargers. Because I think the Chiefs are going to win both games. Um, at Arrowhead, and then they have a game in prime time in Mexico, Mexico City, I believe, or so. Um, in Mexico, Sarawera. No, but <laughs> so that's gonna be a good game. The Chiefs and Chargers. But I, you know what, I don't understand. I was like, how is this, this is like the third year the Chiefs have to go to Gillette Stadium to play the the New England Patriots third season in a row, I believe, where we have to go there. Like, what's good? It's like ever since the Chiefs put a walloping on the Patriots at Arrowhead, and I'll never forget that game. And, and, and Tom Brady ended up having getting benched in like the third, fourth quarter. <laughs> the Chiefs put a spanking on them. I'll never forget that game. Boy, we whooped on them. And they haven't had them come back during the regular season since then. So, I'm like, come on. 
So I don't get that. I don't really like it that we have to go there again during the regular season. Like they should have to come back to Arrowhead in the regular season. But they'll see us again probably, you know what I'm saying, in the playoffs. Hopefully, maybe, again, it will be an AFC uh, championship rematch against the Chiefs and the Patriots. And this time the Chiefs will come out on top. So that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we need that rematch. So we look forward to So that's that's going to be a big game during the regular season. So that'll be another primetime game. The Chiefs going to New England and playing at Gillette Stadium against Tom Brady. Again, a rematch between Mahomes. Uh, should I say, uh, would that be like a three match? Mm-hmm. The three match between Mahomes and Tom Brady. And even, you know, both of those games that the Chiefs lost, they were close. They were close. So we are so close to going to the Super Bowl, and we have the best quarterback in the league. And some may feel that, like, you know, this is Mahomes' sophomore season, and a lot of times quarterbacks kind of regress. But I think he'll only get better. Um, I think that with the mentality that Patrick Mahomes has, he wants to be the best quarterback. He wants to be one of the greatest quarterbacks ever played. And so um, with him growing up, uh, with his father, who was a professional baseball player, that makes a difference in how he approaches the game professionally. And so I think Patrick Mahomes can only get better. And it's kind of hard to say, like, man, he can get better than 50 touchdowns, no 5,000 yards, only 12 interceptions. Like, he can get better than that. And him being better doesn't necessarily mean that he'll improve on the stats or have better stats than he had last season. Him been better means dissecting the defenses at the line of scrimmage. Him been better is um, throwing more accurate deep balls or better deep balls because there were some a lot. There were quite a few that he did actually miss um, deep balls where the guy was open, and so um, completing a better completion percentage than he had last year. Um, being able to deal with the blitz packages that the Ravens brought at him last year, things of that nature. So there are aspects to his game that he can improve upon and that he knows he can improve upon. If Once he gets to that point where, like Peyton Manning was um, intellectually, um, the brainiac or the, uh, the mental part of the game as he continues to improve from that, because he has everything physically this He's got everything physically. So it's him improving um, on the mental side of the game where he's at the line of scrimmage and he's become like Peyton Manning or Tom Brady at the line of scrimmage. Like, okay, yeah. And and I know he's he's going to get there. It's just a matter of how soon and when. And I think it's going to be sooner rather than later. So I'm not worried. I am excited. I'm excited. It would be nice if the Chiefs can sign one more, you know, cornerback just in case of, like, injury because we know injuries happen. So, um, but if they could sign one more quarter cornerback. And I think the, the Chiefs, are, I mean, um, people are forgetting about, you know, Charvarius Ward. He has a bright upside. Because when I watched him play, man, he was always near the ball. He was always near the receiver. He was right there. You know what I'm saying? And he got... You know, his first game against the Seahawks, like I said, I've said in the previous segment, even Russell Wilson was dropping dimes. I'm seeing, like, perfect passes, and it's it's hard to defend the perfect pass. But every time, 
Charverius Ward was in like uh, uh, the receiver's hip pocket, whether it's Doug Baldwin or you know Lockett, I believe. But so I'm excited about Charverius Ward and him getting better and and Keith Reeser and and the way he played in the AAF. And I know it was, I know it was the AAF, but there was some good competition in that league. And I think um, that the mentality that our defense has, man, they're going to be competitive in practice. I think they're going to be like, yeah, we don't want to give up nothing. And they're only going to get better because they're going against the number one offense in the league, the best offense. You're going against Mahomes. And you're you're going to play against lesser quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? So get excited, y'all. It's about to be on. It's about to be on. You know what I'm saying? So we have uh, some months to go. I know everybody's excited, and this is like the the time where, whoo, it's slow, and <laughs> everybody's ready for some football. So I know I'm ready. But that's what I got, man. Let me know y'all thoughts. What y'all think about uh, what what you think the Chiefs' defense, or what um, they may rank, or how good they'll be this upcoming season. What player are you looking out for? Who's a who may be a sleeper? Who do you think is a sleeper? on the defensive side of the ball that's not being talked about. So this is Will Smith with Red and Bold uh, with MTMV Sports. My team, my voice. Be sure to like our page on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MTMV Sports. Yeah. Love you guys. Red and Bold, baby. Oh, 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 oh. Cheers.